you're listening to watercolor wash a podcast where we talk about paintings mostly about watercolors for self-taught artists and whoever loves paintings my name is vasu and we are together in this journey hello everyone and welcome back to the new episode today i'm going to talk about how to overcome the fear in painting especially when you're a newbie or a beginner and it's very common uh, to get intimidated uh, by the by the subject and it's very easy uh, to give give up and it's uh, i think it's not our fault uh, in the beginning since uh, when you are unaware of a subject which is not natural to you everything scares uh, for some time uh, but uh, you know uh, i don't want to linger on that thing a lot today i just wanted to um, to make sure that it doesn't continue uh, to block your progress i i remember uh, the first time i started seeing my result was around uh, about six to seven months i was in and i saw a very significant improvement one day and then i repeated that result and maybe after after a month that uh, a good quality painting a clean painting a realistic painting became a habit to me but uh, those initial six or seven months I you can actually look at those work uh if you go to my Instagram and uh if you check uh from the bottom and you check until like August or maybe like up to September or October uh 2020 so you might see that how uh my work was and after that you can definitely see some very significant improvement so up to uh, up to september 2020 you can see uh, very few work which came out as uh, as a realistic painting and that was you know i was at, at that time i was just getting the knack of it and then it started i started repeating those results and it it became so let's jump into uh, the topic of how to you know overcome the fear of painting so there are a couple of reasons um so number one that i see is whatever you do um uh, and it comes out nice you think it's your best work and you cannot top that and if you do anything more if you touch it with another layer of brush another stroke of brush you will destroy that work so that's number one reason <laughs> and it's it's very common like you know um so in when you're beginner especially so you know you have done something in the past and you came out to do something better the next day and you and and you think that it's the best work so far you have done and that stops you you know like messing it up you you say that if i add another layer of value it's okay if it doesn't look exactly uh but i'm very satisfied with this and then after two or three days you see that okay this doesn't look anything like what i expected 
and I could have like you know gone more deeper so the attitude that we carry that this is the final work that I'm going to do and I'll be succeed it's absolutely fantastic episode uh, uh, attitude but another thing that you need to if you want to learn a skill you know uh, learn a skill by understanding the skill at the first for example you want to master a wet on wet wash so you want to do a lot of skies and uh, to to do that or a lot of lakes or uh, like some water bodies that you want to do and so let's say you want to do uh, a sky in the first painting you know what is wet on wet wash and you did it uh, as a practice on like some paper somewhere that i put water at first and then i put out put down the color and i mix the enough color to have have enough color to uh, actually use it on that and you finally get to do it and it comes out like okayish and then you you say like okay it's cemented it's it's the best i can get no 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 you you need to understand that it's a good work you can do better and it's just like lifting weights you know you you lift um, in the beginning you think that you can't and then you lift a little bit you lift like 5 pounds then you go go for like 6 pounds and like you know in in couple of weeks you're lifting like 15 pounds so that's like you know similarly the natural progression is it suggests that you have to get closest to the values and you have to increase it and and we fall in love with our own work in and that that's absolutely uh, fine to fall in love with your own work but at the same time if you feel like you know uh, if i have achieved this far this result can be repeated so let me uh, so at that point of time you should think let me add something to it like you know let me go to that direction let me add that another layer so you can always reach that point next day and when you are painting one painting you have to be ready to think that i'm going to paint four or five painting like this for the next five days i'm going to paint this same thing and every time you have to uh, like you know first time that you painted something you know down what was missing what went wrong and focus like let's say you miss six or seven things in one in your first attempt in the second attempt even if you fix the second thing or third one or two things in the second attempt you will feel lot better and and sec- when you paint it second time you are actually cementing uh, the technique that you have just learned yesterday so if you repeat something you get better at it that's that's very fundamental law of learning you repeat something you get better at it so you need to repeat that and add something to it every day so take one painting do it for four days each day add additional things that you find something was missing and eventually so this is in the learning phase that's what you do in the learning phase and that's why i used to paint a lot of birds in the, in the very beginning you know it's a lot of doors but now i'm and of course those are my favorite subject as well so now if you look at my doors it looks quite realistic and i still love painting doors 
so the, the for reason uh, to reason to paint doors is now different it's to create a body of work the reason to paint more doors in those days was to get better at it was to cement the skill same thing with the birds that i did so you have to repeat and you have to improve and one very important thing paint it as if there is no consequences and literally there are no consequences if you screw it up other than the paper that is going away if you are painting on a very expensive paper that's the only consequences if you are in learning phase okay but if you are uh, doing some sort of um commission work of course there there could be consequences of time there could be consequences of monetary loss so that's different thing but at the at the point where you're trying to learn something think about it first of all you're not going to a grad school you're learning it on your own and there are no consequences to your action that you feel that the only consequence consequences are internal you know that you will think that, oh i screw it up so that's not a consequence that's a learning how did you screw it up did you use a lot of extra water did you use more water on the second layer you know so like you can just make a note of that and and move ahead move forward it's it's i know it's easier said than done uh, but that there is no other way to uh, to get away from this feeling of fearless of fear that oh i'll screw this up i cannot uh, i cannot paint better so that's something that uh, you need to take care of you have to imagine that you are not going to paint one you're going to five or six time every time you have to add another thing you have to take that leap of faith you know so frankly life is not short life is incredibly long ask the people like you know who have a lot of time and the days repeat it's it's a, it's a really long life so you can spare 5 days you know and art is something that requires that stillness in your mind stillness in your uh, not just in your mind stillness in your attitude when you come to art it's it requires that uh, motionlessness that stillness of your thoughts and calmness of your thoughts so don't hurry so much and uh, let me tell you if you do something for five times you are going to get really really quick at it you know because we are pattern seeking animal and once at first we saw the randomness of the uh, randomness of the events and then immediately you know the same thing happens next day we seek that pattern third or fourth day you you master that pattern and fifth day you know you bang on you do it like and on each day you have added an additional thing to it so that's the way you can make real real uh um real progress so and as well uh like there like you, you can i can take literally thousands of examples from the books of self help books that say there is no reason to worry because 
like if you can't control the situation why worry if if you can control the situation then act why worry and all those things but it this has got nothing to do with that kind of motivation it's just very simple uh, technique that i use is uh, just look at what you have done what could have been better and sometimes you know when you are in flow you already know that while doing it if something goes wrong you already know uh, what what went wrong and at that point point of time if you feel something is getting wrong you don't have to continue that you can stop and it's hard to fix watercolor but you can stop and you know the do the remaining part with more mindfulness pay more be more attentive and like you know if you're everybody know you know in the first few moments people don't know they are screwing up like but a few moments later <laughs> they definitely realize that they they are screwing up at that point of time you know it's it's painting it's you can just stop at that moment and do whatever is remaining as you intend to so uh, it's it's very good uh, practice uh, to you know to be mindful it allows you to to, uh, to see your work in a different perspective and take breaks while painting and go back take a picture of your painting and then analyze it because you know um, when you are sitting in front of the uh, of the paper you don't get that uh, you don't get that uh, real scenario or really how it looks uh, but when you take a photograph of it or you go back like a little bit far from it and you see like you know what could have been better and what are what are you missing like where are the those those values should have been and where am i putting them so take a moment it, it definitely if you are uh, struggling at something leave it right away like take a moment like maybe a minute or two don't take too long otherwise it will be very hard to come back to it but like two minutes break definitely works wonders and you can come back to it first thing you do is try to correct what you have done if something is wet don't touch it wait it until it dries and then touch it so these are a few ways you uh, that you can so you have to impose yourself as a stronger being on the painting you should be on control of that rather than watercolor has a very bad habit to take control of you and not <laughs> it doesn't allow you to take control of watercolor that's why i i think i i had the previous episode how to get a clean clean uh, clean watercolor is was only on how to get con- how to take control of watercolor by by controlling the amount of water by controlling the amount of color you can always take control of this and yes and similar thing um, I, I i had a uh, uh, healthy discussion with todd ziegler uh, one of the listeners uh, that i talked with about recently and he definitely i have seen his work and he allowed me to assess his work and uh, of course you guys are also very very welcome if you want me to have a look at your work 
and if you need some advice i can definitely provide you, you just have to dm me so i saw todd's work and i and todd's uh, as as he mentioned in my previous i podcast he said he thought that his colors were muddy and i frankly it his painting are very very clean in fact a lot cleaner than i expected uh, but uh, his issue is right now is not getting uh, the form so he is getting the f- the shape very accurately he's getting the, even the colors very accurately and um, so his problem right now is not getting the form accurately so he probably requires you know another layer some somewhere where he can see where the light and darkness is but that's not the point of uh, my today's discussion my my discussion is if todd gets it right once or twice and he will get it right all the time it's just one or two paintings away uh, where he does that and then like once it's done bam it will be back and painting after painting it it will he can repeat that so it's just one or two painting away and it it he can once he converts the shapes into the form and uh, that that will be very magical moment for him so i uh, i encourage todd to to have his painting um a new painting and i, I wish him all the be- best and I'll see how it goes and yeah so you are usually you know one or two paintings away from the desired skill you want to learn you just need to to study a little bit before you jump in usually what happens the biggest problem with the motivation is you know it doesn't last very long and to to counter motivation planning or strategizing something always works and it's so you have to to plan a little bit in advance that okay this is a skill which requires uh, let's say a different kind of wash and i keep a paper besides me and i do that wash in that paper before i you know even if i'm in the in the middle of the painting and i have done half of it it's a very good idea to go ahead and try that in a uh, like in a old sheet of paper on the back side of it you can always try that wash a little bit don't get involved so much but you can always you know try and apply that on this painting uh, on the on that paper and then apply then you can easily apply the same uh, method in your painting and it it will probably work so so getting uh, rid of fear you can have um like there are so many ways to get uh, rid of fear but there is one major reason is the fear of failure and the fear of consequence is um is immense in our mind and that's completely internal it literally does not have any external consequences only cons- consequence is time that you are spending on it and you feel like okay it should get right at this point of time it doesn't so i i'm going to keep it this way and do not bind your work do not bind your learning to time when you are a beginner 
you just need to spend a little bit more and you just have to be mindful you just have be, to be to brave enough to screw something up nobody is looking right now and you won't believe there are so many artists they throw a lot of work everybody scraps a lot of work what you see is a very filtered version of them the best work they can put they can put it's them so they also make a lot of mistake at the same time um, they know that it it's not the end of it they have done it in the past so they can always repeat it so th that's how in fact i i have a, a huge uh, pile of unfinished work and you can probably see on my instagram as well i some a lot of times i post my unfinished work and and that's completely fine to me if it's like you know if you feel like it's not working out i take a break and i, I try it somewhere sometimes i don't even uh, return to it i i either start the same painting again or i just leave it yeah so that so it's it's very um it's not correct um it's not correct to assume that every artist is that perfect all the time no no we are not yes but like you know uh, the theory of mastery that you do something for 10000 hours you become master at it uh, and it's it's right to a few like to most of the um things but not to it doesn't apply to many things i wouldn't call like you don't need you need 10000 hours like so 10000 hours is probably even if you're working each day 3 hours to 2 hours to 3 hours is 10 years worth of work and in 10 years of course if you're doing it every day probably you'll be you'll be really good at it and that's okay and that's fine but th that is very extreme level of of correctness that is very uh high that's kind of a average of uh average average of perfection uh, but here you you have to improve only a few like a little bit and you know so the improvements that you need when you are beginner seems very very high and once you improve it once you take that leap of faith once you change something in your work you know that you once you cross that line everything starts getting so easy for you maybe it will take a month but it will get so much easier for you you, you won't even believe that i was the same person that i couldn't that couldn't paint this that couldn't paint that and the big part of that comes from practice you know so if you have to paint every day you have to sit and if if you're not painting every day at least sketch or do something artistic so like that eureka moment that aha moment comes when you are regularly sitting on something that will never come if you are like you know getting away from art for a month then doing it for a for a day or two again and then you are coming back to a, to it after 6 months so you know you first of all you have to recover what you had and then you have to move forward but if you do it like you know purposely for like let's say for 2 to 3 weeks straight you will still see a lot of significance 
and you have a new muscle memory so even if this time if you go away from the art for a, for 15 days or let's say 3 weeks it will not be so much difficult for you to come back and start you can like you know it will probably take you couple of days maybe to get back to where you were and then again from there it will be always uh, a, a progressive increment it will be a natural progression from there on i'm, I'm just uh, like you know um, so i i had a lot of work uh, recently in office and uh, I, after september i actually didn't paint in 3 months i think i set three times for painting and after 3 months when i started painting i didn't post that one on instagram and i i i was trying to paint a woman sitting in a jungle in a snowy um on in a snowy place and so the the whole painting was um was not that big it was like a a3 size i would say and so but yes the woman's face was very small in that because uh, i was painting the whole dress and uh, the whole um the that that jungle itself so the face was very small part of it and i started painting the face which was very small part of it and it took me around 45 minutes and i thought did i lose it what happened and i came back to it the next day and i was like you know i know what happened this is what what i shouldn't have done i i i went on too careful and i, I and i once you go super deep with a very small brush only because it's a small object it you know it's it's something that you haven't done before so try doing try always doing something that you have done before when you want to come back to the flow let's say your favorite painting is bird or favorite painting is like a rose or a flower or an apple so if you're coming back after 15 days or 2 months you start with that apple and once you get back to that um uh, once you get back to that work and you will definitely get your mojo back your flow back and it will be much a lot more easier to come back to the painting yeah so yeah so today i was painting uh, something which is um which is new to me which is uh, a new work that i'm doing right now and it's also the new skill i have done this in the past but i haven't done it for like maybe a year or so so i usually paint in dry brush style and quite realistic i paint it one by one on the major subject i don't go all wet on wet but this work that i'm doing right now it's a landscape and i'm going a lot of wet on wet on the on the mountain on the green mountains and so that's uh, it's not new to me but it's like you know it has gone uh i it's been long i have done this so i'm i'm now painting again and uh, i took a, it took me a little while like 5 15 minutes uh, and then i what i did was i looked back at my old painting that i had done and i kept that on my phone and i kept my phone phone's display on um for 5 minutes you know you can always set your timer on the phone that how long after how long it's going to lock itself so i i always move it to the maximum what it is and then keep that phone right in the corner 
of my uh, where I was painting that what I had actually painted at that uh, in those days so you can get um, so so it doesn't you know at that point of time you have two things you number one you have a reference to look at that how the end result will look so you are now you're mindful that okay this is how this wash goes and also you know when you're looking at that work old work of yours you are getting constantly reminded that what you have done that day so it's bringing back those memories that what you have done that day and keep that painting in front of you that you have done in the past and then the reference near you obviously and so it it was much easier for me uh to to come back to that yeah still it's it's a big painting so it's uh it's sitting there and probably I'll do it tomorrow and I also uh, had to record this episode today so I stopped painting after 2 hours sorry after an hour so this like another 2 or 3 hours of work remaining in that painting that I'll probably finish tomorrow so that's how you it gives like you know a big boost to you number 1 you have a reference number 2 it reminds you the things you have done in the past and now what if your work that you have done in the past is not worthy enough to make you feel better and in that case put up an artist's painting that you're let's say you're painting um, a bird or a still life so in another phone you can always have your favorite artist's still life and so that you can um, you don't have to copy that because obviously your reference is different so you don't copy that style or you, uh, you or you don't copy his work but you get influenced by the style and you have something you know uh, in your mind to to have a like a to have a visualization you know it's very very hard to visualize something so if you can get anything that is visual that is physically available to see it will help you immensely to shape your sketch to shape to shape your painting like that so that's why we have reference all the time but reference is is a real thing it could be a real picture or it could be a real person sitting in front of you so they are uh, the the reality and the painting that you are taking reference from or inspiration from is is the embodiment of your visualization so if it's a embodiment of your visualization and if it is in front of you it makes a hell lot of difference so it's a good idea to have another painting sitting right beside you which you have done in the past and you want to recall so it does three things as as i told you it 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 works as a visualize visualizer for you then you will get reminded of what uh, how you might have done it that day so it's it it helps greatly to bring those memories back that how you have done it third thing it does is it gives you a lot of confidence because it helps you believe in you that you have already done this thing in the past so it's just matter of time you can always go back to it and you can always do it again so that's the third and very important thing it does if you keep your best work 
decide that you are going to paint similar to something similar to that so it's yeah so that's another way you can get rid of the fear of of painting and learning something new is always fearful so um, i think i am not so sure that how many guys of uh, of you guys know about swami vivekananda so swami vivekananda was an indian saint um not like <laughs> today's uh, f- fake saints uh, who speak in english and still yeah, and make money so this guy was like real real saint and in 1903 uh, i think in 1893 or ni- yeah 1893 he went to chicago and um there was a very big religious me- uh, meet between uh, the representatives of each religion and um vivekananda was representing uh, hinduism from india and one thing uh, uh, that he said was very profoundly remembered till now is you know you fear what you don't know ignorance is the major cause of fear if you know something you don't fear it you know obviously if you <laughs> if you know a dangerous thing uh, you you get afraid of that but anything that is unknown is always fearful if you don't know that what this person is going to do it it it's always fearful same thing with the knowledge and skill once you know something your fear goes away so try and know know that thing that is making you afraid something that is intimidating you you need to know about it and then that fear will go away and that's just skill you know that's just skill that is you are fearful of you're fearful of consequences you're not fearful of skill you're always trying to achieve that but what's happening is that consequences is going to come in the expense of learning that skill and the consequences is nothing but destruction of a painting that's that's the only consequence so it's very small price to pay to gain a very high reward so be ready to destroy your painting and it's completely fine if you do it three or four times even more and but if you acquire that skill cement it in your mind repeat it and become consistent at it and then jump into a new skill so it's it's just like a video game you know cross level 1 and then okay you feel better then jump into level 2 you feel better you 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 keep getting better at it and then you like you know yeah in in no matter of time you're suddenly really good at it and eventually you're at level 80 in like 8 days and the, the rest of the level comes much more easier to you even though they are the hardest but once you are in a flow it it becomes so much easier for you to get there so so the the expense is very little to lose a painting which is not even worth it yet because you you are not going to like it after a couple of days once you learn a little bit more you are not going to like it after a couple of days so it's very good to you know uh to have at the expense of that work you can learn a new skill if you put a little bit of more effort yeah so 
I think that that was enough uh, for today and I hope it helped you I didn't wanted this uh, episode to be uh, kind of motivating or uh, only speaking knowledge I just wanted to have like you know some uh, a more clearer discussion uh, but the topic itself um, is related to 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 teach you a skill that helps you learn better so learning is also a skill and i just wanted to make sure that you're learning it right way and you are from very different um sectors of life uh, you everybody might uh, be from a very different background and uh, with a different profession in life uh, but learning is something that is applicable in each and every field and like some people learn smart some people and and to learn everything uh, has a very different technique as well you know it depends on like what you are trying to learn but when you are trying to learn watercolor watercolor is can be cruel uh, you know it's uh, so you have to you know it's like that horse or a bull that you are trying to ride so if you don't get on top of it first of all you'll always be under it so that, and it will uh, throw you left and right so what for watercolor you have to be aggressive you have to be mindful and you you need to know how to control your watercolor and that's when you get on top of your uh, of your work and you then then only you can create a great amount of painting for me who is a good painter you know like what is the what is the definition of a good painter and so good painter is someone for me there there's a very simple uh, criteria that i have i have only two criteria number 1 is if i see his painting or her painting i should remember it it should give me a feeling that i was not feeling at that time let's say i was in anger or i was in distress or i was tired but if i look at that painting my state of mind should change that's that's a successful artist to me that's the criteria number 1 or it could be vice versa if i'm in very happy mood or if it if i'm in a jolly mood and i go look at a painting which is trying to convey some pain and i carry that pain with me for uh, maybe for some time for some moment that's a successful artist for me that's the only criteria number 1 is it should it should be able to move you in either direction criteria number 2 for the most skillful artist is something who is able to paint what he wanted to paint so that's that's where you that's uh, the success for me when i look into the terms of the artist and in the second category there are so many artists now like there are if you really really work for like you know 
five to two to three thousand hours is enough to have to um, to be able to paint whatever you want to paint you know then what you paint is a completely different thing so to 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 do that even though even if you're painting abstract and if you're painting abstract you should be able to move your brush the way your mind is thinking generally what happens with abstract is you know you never get to know <laughs> whether he intended to paint that or was it just yeah but if it moves you then you know that probably yes yes this is what he intended to paint and he was able to paint so this these are the two major criteria for me for a successful artist it should be able to move you when you see it it should be able to convey a message very and it's very telepathic you know in in painting you cannot uh, like it says a picture says thousand words yes yeah, sometimes like you know if if you know that if you have a context you, you can uh, like you know if you look a painting uh, of um uh, i think george washington uh, crossing that river yeah it says more than 2000 words not just 1000 words because you have a context for it but if you look at a painting like mona lisa you know now you know a lot about it because you know who was this woman and leonardo painted it for like almost his life there are 30 layers of paint on it he carried that painting so now you have a huge amount of context but let's see if you have seen that painting on the first time you don't you know nothing about it it only says five or six words or something even lesser but it telepathically gives you an emotion it telepathically gives you it's it's unspoken it's incomprehensible incomprehensible and at the same time it is able to change your mood so that's the powerful painting and that's uh, that's the criteria that that i always um, believe in so i i think um uh today today i wanted to talk about how to get rid of the fear of painting uh and i ended up talking about what is my criteria of uh of a good artist or a successful artist so i I'm very fortunate uh you know to have uh very fortunate to have an earning for my life uh from my job and and I paint only for me as of now. I do a little bit of commission sometimes. I do teach workshop uh many times I have a few classes on sculpture but that's like you know and I and I have this podcast as well. but these are just uh me expressing my thing i'm very fortunate to 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 you know work and paint so at that what happens is when i take commission i have to paint something that i am not liking you know because i'm a very choosy person when it comes to painting i wanted to paint only a certain type of pictures only when i choose from photographs i look at colors so much i look at the editing so much if somebody has edited anything i don't touch that work and i know i i, I or if um so there is so much of choice that i have if you 
if you have a choice of uh, if you um, if you don't have to work for someone on that on that field but at the same time you you definitely want to to get your art out you eventually want to have more commissions you want to have your own exhibitions but uh, yeah this is a good place to be in if your earning uh, is consistent and you're able to paint whatever you want uh, consider yourself fortunate because at that point of time you have a lot of freedom to experiment you have a lot of freedom to choose a subject and that's also one of the ways to get rid of the fear if you don't have to sell it today or tomorrow or in a month or a year you have a full freedom to choose whatever you want to to draw or paint and it it gives you a time um to to get more skills because you know watercolor itself is so vast if you i have tried with different techniques different styles in watercolor and, and it's still not enough you know it's it's still not enough and and i work on a skill for maybe like a two or three uh, months and then i once i master it i jump into another and it's now never going to end until i die and uh, that's that's um, that's a big relief itself i would say and uh, so yeah look at it that way that there is no immediate consequence if you fail in that painting so if you once you see there is no consequence uh, to fail in a painting do it more repeat it uh, like if you learn something repeat it cement it in your memory and keep taking risks make that extra stroke you know try to get as close to uh, to the values you want to that's something that will take you uh, uh, a long long way other than that like uh, if you don't take chances it's difficult to make progress so make sure you you are taking chances and you are getting better day in day out yeah. all right so let's talk about uh, my stuff so do rate this podcast if you have listened to it this far it means you liked it and um, in the beginning when i was learning watercolor i didn't find enough podcast which uh which directly talks about the skills which directly talks talks about the craft uh, there are so many interviews i can listen to from the artists but they talk about their own life their about their own work but there's very little very little direct teaching going on in in this mode and i i want to i wanted um to benefit someone from this podcast so do rate it and and review it it helps right now it's a very very small podcast i currently have i i think i only have 80 unique users 80 unique listeners and my total download is right now it's around 2000 downloads so it's a very very tiny podcast right now a little bit of your help by reviewing it can take me a little bit farther to take me to someone who really needs some support from my podcast and i would love to have that and do check out my instagram 
and you can see my paintings you can actually see my progress as a beginner if you look at my very old painting go go down the line look at it what I, what i used to paint how i used to paint and now how i how it looks so you can get an idea from that to check out my skillshare classes i make sure that i i give you something by the end of the class and it stays with you do check it out thank you so much for listening i really appreciate thank you so much bye bye